for Overheard FM and Overheard Productions. It's Bill Quinn here talking to you from St. Mary's. I'm talking with Bobby Ullman from the Big Tobacco Company in Cincinnati, Ohio. Good morning from me, no, good afternoon from me, and good morning to you, Bobby. Actually, Bill, it's night here. <laughs> it, it would be, it's R915, which would be year uh, 21. 2115. See now, what what the listeners don't know is that Bobby and I spent some quality time a day or so ago working out time differences, and usually I'm on my game, but today not so much. But let's move on. So, good evening, Bobby. How are you going? I'm doing great, Bill. Thanks for having me on. Bobby, I always start with the signature thing, which is a trivia question. And Bobby, at the moment, I'm going to tell you that I'm in the hushed cloistered surrounds of St. Mary's. Now, for $27 million, Bobby Ullman, what denomination of organization, what denomination of, you can call it a church, but what denomination do you think I am if I'm in St. Mary's? That is a very good question. I thought so. My guess would be Protestant. Protestant is a pretty good guess because there is a very large Protestant community here in Australia, but no, right now, Bobby, I'm under the fans in the cloistered surrounds of St. Mary's Rugby League Club. Okay. <laughs> All right. That could... I wouldn't have even guessed that. My second guess actually would have been Catholic. <laughs> no, mate, I'm in, a, I'm in a football club. Okay. Okay. Well, that went down like a, um, <laughs> it killed him at the last club. Bobby, let's talk about your music. Big Tobacco Company. Now, you're based in Cincinnati, Ohio, correct? That is correct. And how long have you been going for? We started playing together um, about four years ago. And uh, is it uh, people that you knew from school or people that you knew from the community or was it a... Uh, drummer needed, please apply here. Well, Bill, that's an interesting story. Actually, the singer is my oldest son. Oh, wow. The drummer is my youngest son. And the uh, bass player and the uh, other guitar player are friends of my sons that they basically grew up with. Wow. So what you're basically doing is you could have called yourself the Ullman Family and Friends Band and then people would come along expecting bluegrass, but Bobby, what sort of music do they get when they come to see Big Tobacco Company? We are, you know, uh, I have heard our music described in a couple of different genres. Um, we're definitely metal, but we don't fall in a lot of the typical genres. We're not, if some songs are more thrashy, some songs are more, you know, it, it, it really is. I would say that probably the best description for what we do is progressive or alternative style metal. Progressive alternative style metal. You know, I'm glad you said that because I have a thing about labels. And when I listened, you sent me a link and I had a bit of listen to a couple of those tracks there. And I was struggling to put a, put a genre on it. Metal's not really where I live, but as I might have mentioned, my son absolutely loves that sort of stuff if i asked him he might say oh that's that so progressive alternative metal is it one of those things where you'd say if you're doing a promo you'd say if you like you know insert band names here you'll love 
big tobacco company, who are we liking if we're going to love you? When I listen to it, it's interesting. There's a couple different things that I heard that I did, that until the album was completed and I really got to listen to everything, what struck me was Evan's voice has a certain anguish to it that reminded me very, very much of Jim Morrison. Okay. So he, he had that same style, growly, um, voice that, that, that Morrison had, but that same kind of almost almost a weepy sound at certain points. And when you look at the words, the, the wording is, is he, he writes the melody and he writes the he writes the majority of the of the lyrics. Um, the words are very interesting because they're very open to interpretation. A lot of songs people will ask me, what is that about? And I'm like, you know, that's a really good question. I wish I had an answer on that one. Um, so the, it's almost as if, you know, take Jim Morrison meets REM style words and put it against almost a, a Iron Maiden-esque uh, background. That is opens up so we could do this for 36 minutes based on that we won't but uh, just a few little things uh, I'm st- I was trying to think of a, 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 a Doors song where I could say oh I get that and the only one that's sort of popping up now is something like Roadhouse Blues no 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 LA Woman that sort of almost pining yeah. yearning sound exactly that was to, to and it was interesting after I listened to you know certain songs on the album. I brought up that that you know that Doors album and listened to it and realized that it was so similar that it wasn't even funny. Mm-hmm. It just it really amazed me how he had that same. He obviously has a different voice. Uh, it's it, he has a very unique voice, mm-hmm. but I noticed that he had that same anguished you know you know yearning kind of sound to it. That it, it just really struck me as being very interesting how certain bands that you know they haven't even uh, to the best of my knowledge they were not listened to or exposed to that much except through you know possibly what i listened to or possibly what their what their mom listened to but uh it was just interesting how that just was kind of there the other thing about that which could take us up to you know 72 minutes is the fact that some people will say oh, I don't like metal it's just all screaming and shouting and you can't understand the words well no you can't understand the words but uh, again I've got hark back to my son I took him along to see Lamb of God Parkway Drive and I can't remember what the second support was but Keithy Quinn was up in the front row for the support while everybody else was having a chat down the back and he was up the front screaming every single lyric in time back to the band and they were so chuffed they ended up sort of gravitating to his side of the stage and pretty much performing to him because the people that do love this stuff they make a real connection with the words don't they i think they, i think you're very right on that because it's it's a lot of it is they're able to take and draw upon certain experiences from their life and they've been looking for words to describe those experiences and now they have a set of words that almost it almost provides a framework as a description form because it's not exactly you know what they may have been experiencing but it fits the situation i think it's a combination of that and the the one area that i've noticed in um in certain metal it is so 
it, it's lost its emotion. It, 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 to me, whether we're talking metal or hip hop or jazz or blues or whatever the case might be, it has to have emotion. Mm. If it has no emotion, it's it's not. It's a series of notes, but it's not music. That's that again. Resonances is going to take us out to 144 minutes. But look, just to pick up on another point that you made there about the words and people asking what the words mean. Uh, my late brother was a singer-songwriter, totally different genre. But I asked him once what his signature song. Uh, there was one lyric in it that I really was struggling with. Uh, he released the EP back in 1996, and I said, "What does that mean?" And he just looked at me you know, seven years my junior, and he just said very wryly, Bill, it means whatever it means to you. And my friend, since 1996, so we're up to what, 22 years later, oh no, that's not right, 18 years later, something, no, call it 22 years, I'm still almost there, but not quite of getting it. But I tell you what, it's been an interesting, I'm going to use this word, journey to discover those lyrics. Have you ever heard anybody say something along those lines that those lyrics will evolve in their psyche and they'll actually get a different meaning out of it over time? Oh, absolutely. I have a lot of people who who reach out to me and say, this reminds me of this time or this reminds me of this time. I mean, as an example, when I post songs about the song, you know, things about the songs, I haven't actually spoken to Evan. It's what it means to me when I listen to it. Mm. And then, uh, and I'll go back to him and I'll say, what is, you know, what, what was this about? He goes, well, more or less, it's kind of about this. And I'm like, oh, well, I was way off on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell you a story, I will very briefly, of a, a lovely, amazing singer-songwriter. She's on what I call the... Uh, she's between the first and second tiers. I call first tier your, you know, commercial FM. Your second tier, your national sort of stuff. Like uh, in Australia, we have Triple J, Double J, anything on the ABC network, which is the government-owned for now uh, networks. Um, so Sarah Blasco sort of straddles the first and second. And uh, I was an MC for her at the Woodford Folk Festival many years ago. Uh, got her album, and then she released a song that's been. Even though it's a few years old now, it gets a lot of airplay. And I took a certain meaning from it. And I was actually posted something, tagged her in. And I said, oh, this song just annoys me a little bit because it's like a celebration of introversion and la, 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 la. And she wrote back and she said, actually, Bill, not, not nastily, just nicely. She said, actually, what that's really about, she didn't go the full, full nine yards, but she said, what that's really about is this circumstance happened there and somebody said this and I put that together and did that. And I just wrote back and I said, thank you so much, Sarah, for, for engaging and for fixing up my little assumption. And it just goes to show something I learned on my first day of communication study that all reality is negotiable. It, it really is. I think the, and, and that's the thing I, I think about, about art in general. Um, as an example, like I love guitars and I collect a lot of guitars. Um, probably one of the people who had a huge influence on me um, was uh, Rick Nielsen from Cheap Trick. Oh, yeah. Because he read just an unbelievable collection of guitars and he just appreciated the beauty and the, 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 the artwork that went into building that. 
And what fascinated me, what really fascinates me about guitars is that you're dealing with a piece of artwork that is used to make, well, more artwork. Oh my Lord, have I got a link for you. Chris Johnson, if you're listening to this, Chris Johnson, I'm going to send you some homework. Can you please send a link to Bobby Allman at Big Tobacco Company? Just follow the links and send him a link to your lovely book called, uh, what's it called? Australian Guitar. It's something along those lines. Australian Guitar and there's Journey in it as well. And uh, I won't tell the whole story. I'll keep I'll keep Chris's powder dry. But he's an amazing bloke. He's a, a journalist written for the you know political press and all that sort of stuff. Uh, singer-songwriter plays down at the cafe on a Saturday afternoon and he wrote a book as he collected wood from different states and territories of Australia and had a luthier make a guitar for him, for him made up of all of those pieces of wood. Wow, that's amazing. It is, and it's a f- cracker of a read. And... Um, Uh, Like I said, now we're up to about three hours worth. Uh, Look, Bobby, before we tip over into the territory of, oh, I'm not going to listen to that, that's too long, uh, I'll say thanks so much for joining us. Uh, If people want to find out about Big Tobacco Company, where do they go to on the interwebs? You want to go to bigtobaccocompany.com. There you're going to find our music. You'll find our uh, pictures of all of us. You will find our, our videos as well as a lot of different press releases and we keep we keep things pretty updated and all of our social networking is also on a, on the uh, uh, big tobacco company site so the best place for you for you to go is going to be big tobaccocompany.com and when you're there you know reach out to us on facebook reach out to us on twitter and you know we always do everything that we can to respond to everyone fantastic and bobby i've got to tell you uh i treated this like a gorilla interview and that is that even though we'd been chatting backwards and forwards on Twitter and Messenger and Facebook, I specifically listened to a few of your tracks, didn't go in and find out too much about you, and Bobby, I'm so glad I didn't because this has been an absolute discovery, and thank you so much for your time. Uh, thank you, Bill. It's, been, it's absolutely been a pleasure on our part. We're just honoured to be included. Stay on the line, caller, because I'm going to have a chat to you afterwards, but for now, thanks, Bobby.